0: Now, I'm normally not one for acronyms, but I'm going to make an exception. I've got four letters for you JFDI. That's it, JFDI. That's the big advice Michelle Bridges, Australia's most influential personal trainer, has if we want to move forward with anything. So join me and Michelle as we go behind the scenes of Team MB.
1: Welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show, where successful small business owners share their secrets to take your marketing to the next level. Now, here's your host, Tim Reid.
0: Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I am your host, Timbo Reed. But you, so much more importantly, are a motivated small business owner, ready to crank out some great marketing. And boy, oh boy, crank is the word today because we spend some time with Australia's most influential personal trainer, Michelle Bridges. This is an episode I've been excited about for a long time now. It has finally come to fruition. More on that and what we cover in a minute. Suffice to say, it's really, really good. Now, I've also got an, know what to share an aha moment that a listener shared with me over the email a couple of weeks ago. It's got some wonderful marketing insight in it, and I think you'll find it very, very inspiring. So plenty, plenty to cover. Let's get stuck right in.
1: Small Business Big Marketing with Tim Reid. Smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.
0: Hey, listen, how's your week? How is your week? Just wanted to check in before we do get stuck into the guts of the show. Just wanted to check in on you. I have called a gardener this week and my pool guy. And They're both really stressed. Maybe it's that time of year. I don't know. Just might be that crazy, crazy time of year. Uh, late November, getting towards the silly season. But, you know, we know the silly season, we know it's coming. It's like it's no surprise. Christmas is the end of December every year and, you know, retail business generally gets busy. So we kind of, we need to prepare for those uh, those times, don't we, earlier in the year. But if you are feeling stressed, um, mm, take a big breath. Take a really big breath, and hey, look, I've got Australia's, uh, I've got a very, very good personal trainer on the show today. Go for a run, go for a walk, do some burpees, I don't know, but I just noticed there was a bit of stress out there, and um, I hope that you're not part of it, but if you are, hit the pause button, and just take a really deep breath in. Righto, so you know this show is made possible by the very good folk at 99designs.com forward slash SBBM and the very good folk at netregistry.com.au. Very quickly, 99designs team, if you need anything designed, head over there. They have a community of over 800,000 designers ready to attend to your design needs, starting from like 299 bucks. You can get logos done, car wraps, brochures, book covers, business cards, you name it. You can get anything designed there. And it's a competition. So you post a brief, dozens of designers submit their finished concept, you give feedback and shape their ideas, and then you award the prize money. And that all happens in seven days. And you wait for this 100% money back guarantee if you're not happy with the design. Hey, happy days. Happy design days are here again. And if you use the link 99designs.com forward slash SBBM, you will get an exclusive listener upgrade, a free power pack upgrade actually worth 99 bucks, which will result in on average 185% more designs being submitted. That's 99designs.com forward slash SBBM. Whilst I'm on the topic of helping you market your business more effectively, head over to netregistry.com.au as well. They'll get your online marketing sorted. That's what they'll do. Anything from a domain name to website hosting, website design and development, all that stuff. I met with them this week in Sydney, their sales guys, and uh, they said, oh yeah, you're the one who people ring and say, hey, Timbo sent you. Yeah, I am. And I send them there because NetRegistry will get your online marketing sorted. So um, don't let that part of your marketing freak you out. You're good at your business. Let NetRegistry be good at theirs and employ them for all those tasks that you can't get your head around because they might seem complicated. Righto, netregistry.com.au and tell them Timbo sent you. Righto, Michelle Bridges is just around the corner, but I want to share some inspiring listener feedback, question, insight. This one's got a bit of everything. Peter McInerney, I think that's how you spell it. He says, hey, Timbo, I'm writing to you about how well the learnings you and your guests provide are making. Love that, Pete. I started to listen to SBBM way back when Lukey was about. He says... He started a business, uh, but it didn't work, so he went back into his corporate career because he needed to look after the family. Yeah, well, cash flow is an important part, Pete. There is, There does come a point where we've got to jump and make that leap into our own business, but yes, cash flow is critical. The good news is I now have a new idea and have started working on it. One of the first things I did was come back to your show. <laughs> Should never have left it, Pete, by the way. The interesting story is that last weekend, I went to an agricultural show with the kids. It had, there were thousands of people there. And during the day, I noticed a stall, and much to my surprise, your voice popped into my head. <laughs> I'm that little bloke sitting on your shoulder, Pete. It seems I'm slowly becoming timbo What caught my eye was this stall selling galvanized chicken coops. It looked like a great product, but no, not one customer in attendance. I wondered why, and that is when your voice started talking to me. (laughs) There was no story, he says. It was literally the owner on a seat and two metal boxes. There was nothing to highlight the benefits, quality, or how he was helping address a problem. Pete, love it, mate. You've been listening to the show and taking notes. You've got to have story. You've got to talk in benefits, not features. You've got to bring the emotion out. Going back to what Pete says, I could not even see brochures or business cards, so no encouragement to have a think and purchase later. We have to make it easy for people to buy from us, team. This is what Pete's noticing here. Just think of all, what are all the blockages to someone giving you their money and becoming a customer and and get rid of them, get rid of each blockage. Pete goes on to say, that's when it struck me that it's only been a few weeks since I came back into the fold and already I'm seeing businesses through different eyes. It's not just about the product, it's the marketing that goes with it. Pete, marketing is everything and everything is marketing, my friend. Well done for you for noticing that. Considering this newfound understanding is based purely on the podcast, the learning from your forum must be unreal. Once I have the business and web page up, and some money coming in, I will join the forum. Keep up the good work, Macker. Hey, Pete, that is a wonderful, wonderful note, mate. Um, you, everything you've observed is spot on. So, mate, I encourage you to join the forum. Don't wait for the website to get up, or don't. The, the idea of the Small Business Big Marketing Forum is to help you create. All those bits and pieces that you need to create to market your business. So don't wait for the website to get up and then join the forum and say, here's my website. Join the forum and say, hey, listen, I'm thinking of get a, getting a website. What should I put on it? That type of stuff. It's 49 bucks a month, guys. Head over to crankmymarketing.com and you'll be in there within yeah 60 seconds. Righto, team. Let's do this. Let's do this. Michelle Bridges overseas listeners, you may not know who Michelle is. Mind you, she was on the Today Show not so long ago breaking a Guinness Book of World Records for the second time, which um, we talk about during this interview. She is Australia's most influential personal trainer. She's the straight-talking yet compassionate trainer on Australia's The Biggest Loser, one of the biggest, highest-rating TV shows of the year. Michelle's also the author of of over 10 best-selling books. She's got her own clothing range. She's got her own vitamin range with Blackmores. She's got workout equipment. And she's got this amazing online program called the 12-Week Body Transformation, which has stripped, by the way, 1.3 million kilos off participants. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Michelle is an inspiring, inspiring lady, and she takes us behind the scenes of her brand, her personal brand, and how she created that, how she came to be where she is today, uh, the marketing that has worked for her, uh, and she, just wonderful. She really, really does take us inside what is an empire which she never ever intended to build, which is interesting in itself. If you uh, if you're up for a team, head over to Twitter and let Michelle know that you heard her on the show. Her Twitter handle at Mish M I S H Bridges at Mish Bridges. Let her know you heard her on the show. So here we go. I started off by congratulating Michelle on helping Aussies lose that one point three million kilograms
1: and counting. I'm on the wall pass. That is
0: it's a great. Just, it's a great stat.
1: Well, it is, and that um, we hit that milestone. I guess it was about the middle of this year that that milestone was hit with my 12-week body transformation online program. Mm. But, you know, when I... And, and it was a big moment for all of us, you know, all, all the team. We've worked so hard to do so much and, and that, that was kind of a lot of fun to sort of put out there because we, we really do know that we are making a difference. But, you know, when I think of that along with all of my books that have been in the market and all the other things that I kind of have, you know, happening outside of my online program, I kind of now really believe that I've I've made a pretty big impact in the waistline of Australians. So it's something I'm extremely proud of. So
0: it should be. You know, we talk a lot about pricing on this show and I say this sort of half-tongue-in-cheek, but it would have been an interesting pricing model. Did you ever wish you'd been given 100 bucks for every kilogram that you lost? From people uh, <laughs> do you know
1: it's funny There's you know, we did so many people that go out there and do the they, they had like an office challenge with a or yep. Put a hundred dollars into a hat and go. Okay, whoever loses the most weight gets the money, or whoever you know totally. gets to, to to the finish line of the um, the business charity fun run, you know that gets the money. And and I guess for some people that can be an incentive. I suppose. It,
0: well, absolutely, and I do say that tongue in cheek. Your twelve week body uh, transformation, which I want to talk about shortly. I mean, it's incredibly well priced, and it's just an amazing online business so we'll come to that but you know maybe reconsider how you price it next time and and go for the hundred dollars per kilogram lost
1: oh my gosh yeah yeah yeah. where would
0: you be now hey um let's go back oh as i said to you before we hit record wanted to break it up into wealth and health so just your the way you've built your personal brand is so amazing and I know, you know, looking at your bio, you started at 14 training the kids at school who didn't do sport, Um, and by 18 you had this certified fitness instructor license.
1: A license to kick butt, basically.
0: Hey, yeah, I like that.
1: I like that, and you do that pretty well.
0: You, You own kicking butt. But at what point did you decide you were going to turn that license to kick butt into an empire?
1: I didn't. That's never been that's never been my ambition, and I think you know that's part of the success. You know, you know, in a strange way. And my I've never had had an ambition of having an empire. Mm -hmm. I've never had an ambition of actually being on television, Um, and I think that's part of the reason why I ended up on TV because I, I wasn't pushing for it. What I have had an ambition for though was to inspire as many Australians and and even now the world to, you know, get their act together and look after themselves better, to inspire them to want to, you know, be more active, to eat better, to look after themselves and their family. That that has been my ambition. Um, And so with that in mind, everything that I've set out to do and everything that I've set out to achieve has been with that at the forefront. So, so it's, it's real. It it resonates from within. It's not that I wanted to, you know, make money or mm-hmm. have businesses or have staff or have, you know, um, all, all of the things that that come along with having several businesses. It's always been that I wanted to make it my mission to help people.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, it it so does. I'm just listening to you say that from the heart, and it's such a common thread about you'll be the 215th successful business owner that I've had on this show. And from Brian Singer at Rip Curl, Jeff Harris at Flight Centre, all the way through to uh, a lady, Melissa Maker, who's kind of like um, the most famous home cleaner in in Canada at the heart (laughs) of what you guys do is to make a difference, and the empire and then you look behind you and there's the empire is building itself
1: yeah it's i know it sounds in a way actually now that you say that it kind of sounds a bit cliche but well, it's got to come it's got to come from a place of realness it's got to come from a real a real place if you're just if your only reason to do something is to make money, then you might get lucky, but it's i i highly doubt it
0: hmm. Yeah, there's a passion there. And I saw it when, when we were at that conference on the Gold Coast recently where people were coming up to you and you could see. I mean, you're excited by the difference they're the, the sharing. I mean, you must get so many stories shared with you every day of the difference you've made. I mean, that's fuel enough to keep going, I, I, isn't it?
1: I literally, I absolutely get at least, at least between three to five a day. And I'm not even joking.
0: Can I ask you? And, that's,
1: I, th- and that's not even on email. That's... That's actually on the street. On the street. That's on the street, in the supermarket, at the petrol station, in the reception of a building that I'm going into for a meeting, um, in the car park, uh, in a restaurant, walking my dog. It literally is between three to five of those a day, um, in like in the flesh, and then hundreds of emails daily.
0: Wow. So-
1: it's un- It's unreal.
0: It's so cool. It's very cool, and a personal question or often the questions I ask are for my benefit anyway, but I know the listeners want to hear as well, but like i get I get emails nowhere near I get a percent of what you you get, but I get emails saying i 've made a difference to people 's business and thank you, and sometimes i don 't know what to do with that information it 's very humbling. And it, it makes you feel good. What do you – I don't know. What's the question there? It's just – it's humbling, I suppose. And uh... Yeah,
1: look, actually, I know where you go. Well, I kind of – I'm thinking of this in, 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 what, in what you're just saying to me now. And when I first uh, started, particularly on television – um, because that's when people really got to know me. Like, I was very well-known in the fitness industry, very well-known in the fitness industry, but no one, no, no general public unless mm-hmm. they came to my classes or came to my gym knew me. Uh, and so when TV started, suddenly um, everybody was sort of recognizing me, and I felt completely and utterly embarrassed, mortified, especially if I was with friends. Like, hmm. so embarrassed. And I, Because I didn't want to be seen as, in good old Australian terms, as a wanker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, if people would come up to me and ask for a photograph, I'd be like, oh my God, how embarrassing. Mm. Um, and yeah, okay, sure. And anyway, a, a good dear friend of mine said, Michelle, I know you, and so I know that this embarrasses you, but you need to take stock because you're coming across as aloof, like you don't huh. care. And I was like, are you serious? And he said to me, yeah. So you need to embrace this, otherwise you're going to end up coming across to people like you, you know, you're above them or Mm -hmm. better than that or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. So slowly but surely, if someone said to me, oh, are you that girl? Are you that girl on that TV show? Instead of like cringing with embarrassment. I'd be like, yeah, I am that girl, and they'd say, can we get a photo? I'm like, sure, let's get a photo. Get as many as you like, you know. Like, and that's not always easy <laughs> mm. because you know you're trying to do your groceries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it meant it, 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 I let it flow through me rather than fight it, and um, and it's been a little bit easier to accept it that way. That's
0: really interesting. What a great bit of advice from your friend, because uh, for someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, you're coming," versus yeah. aloof versus you, yeah, I've you know, got I'm some pretty good friends
1: in my life. I've got some pretty good friends. They keep me very well grounded, and they were like, "You need to, you need to like work this out, Michelle, because it's not, it doesn't look good." And I was like, "It's, not, I'm embarrassed." I said, so "I know that you're embarrassed, but other people don't know that."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> they don't know you, so I thought, yeah, it was good advice.
0: What was the point then in your career, Michelle, where you? Look back and you go. That was the turning point because you've got, you know, you've got books. You've got the biggest loser since two thousand and seven. You obviously were highly regarded within the fitness industry. Like you speak from stage, you do so many things. Can you look back and go? You know what? It was that moment when it all changed. No, I, I wouldn't
1: say that there was one big moment. I think that's been you know a turn of events over a period of time. Um, you know, look, when I, 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 the fact that I got in my car at the age of 26 with 300 bucks in the bank and secondhand beat up sports girl barina with all of my worldly possessions and decided to drive to Sydney and, and give my career a red hot go. I mean, that was the turn of events. Might have been or, the sports girl um,
0: part of the barina. That...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know, I had nothing. I knew no one and I had no job prospects. But I thought, oh, well, the plan is just get there and see what happens. Not much of a plan, and I am a bit of a one for a planner, hmm. but a bit of a planner myself, but sometimes the most simplest plans are often the best. Um, or it could be that uh, when I, I, I pitched an idea to Mornings with Carrie ann to um, to do a fitness segment and finally after beating you know chasing her around the gym with this idea and beating down her producer's doors I got that over the line um, then you know, there was a moment where I won the Australian Fitness Leader of the Year award within the fitness industry that was a really big thing for me and and a, and a shot in the arm for my career I mean I guess everybody says well, it must be when you landed the gig on The Biggest Loser. And I would certainly say that was a big event. Mm-hmm. That was a big turning point because it allowed me to amplify everything that I'd already been doing in the background. It, it it gave me the ability to springboard all of those ideas and concepts forward. That being said, though, it certainly didn't mean everything was a walk in the park and it was all just landing on my lap. You know, when an opportunity turns up, you have to... You have to hone it, you have to polish it, you have to create even more uh, in order to amplify that opportunity. You know one opportunity does not necessarily mean that the next one will arrive and the next one will arrive and the next one will arrive. Mm. You've still got to keep being creative and looking uh, being a bit of a lateral thinker.
0: Well, good on you for not becoming complacent because I imagine to the where you've got to now in your career the complacency it could set in I'm sure it's set in in other people who have got to your level where they go you know what
1: yeah hey I just landed myself a gig on TV cool yeah 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 job's done you know job's done I sit back and reap the rewards (laughs) no no I mean, one could do that, but that's kind of not my style anyway. I, I actually get quite excited by the prospect of new ideas and new opportunities and new projects and,
0: you know, well, the cut and
1: thrust of business, as hard as it is, you know, when you get knock back after knock back after knock back and no, 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 no. It's still exciting when you can see a project get up off the ground and, and sort of see it through fruition.
0: Well, you know, he, okay, here's the thing. You love ideas. You're looking for the next thing. I've got a 14-year-old daughter, Stephanie, who uh, is – I mean, kids don't watch telly anymore, and you—you've—you no. you are in the mass media. I mean, Biggest Loser is one of those programs that does have outrageously big audience numbers but that's uncommon these days and stephanie keeps on coming to me and saying hey dad check out these youtubers right so i have been checking out these youtubers of recent months and and there's one in particular that steph follows a girl called zoella (laughs) and and zoella has got six and a half million um followers on her youtube channel right yeah, she, she, it's she's, amazing. It's amazing. And one of these girls, I, I think she's 18, 19. She reviews makeup. She talks about her anxiety. She talks about this and that. So I go and watch Zoella right, and she's fantastic. <laughs> Production values off the charts. And in walks well, – Stephanie actually said to watch a particular episode, in walks Jamie Oliver, right? So now I'm going, Ah, oh, so – um, TV celebrities are now looking at people like Zoella, who have these massive multi-million amount of followers on the YouTube channel, and getting exposure that way. Do you? Do you are, are you sniffing an opportunity uh, online? you well, you already got twelve week body transformation, but can you see yourself going that way of a Zoella? Of course. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those
1: projects. Those projects are already
0: underway. In the <laughs> Ah, she rubs her <laughs> hands together and says, I don't, I'm not telling you yet. So, I mean, that's going nuts, isn't it? Because uh, I was even reading an article with one, with, with actually the boss of YouTube who's just saying, you know, these, this is the future where, you know, stars are being born on YouTube and not on the TV screen anymore. That's
1: right. That's right. It's the way, it's just the way it's, it's you know, the world is moving and shifting and it's exciting times because... And, and- Yes. It means that um you know not not the, the world isn't ruled by television anymore,
0: yep yep, and it that's
1: if some people would see that as a good thing and other people would see that as a bad thing, and I just see it as well it's change. change is inevitable yep. there's, not, there's one thing that you can't stop, and that is the you know just there's always going to be change in every industry, and I guess it, being someone in, in business um Change is hard because it's, you're sort of like, oh God, really? We just got this up and rolling, and now you're telling me that we've got to do something else. But that's that's just that's the law the 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 uh, the, the law of the land. You're Why the world? Gonna, I guess yeah, you have got to be ready for those changes, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be across how it all works because who could be and who can be. But what it does mean is that you know when you can see change within whatever business you're in occurring, you need to. To stop and, and listen and maybe get some sound advice from people who are who are involved with that change and totally. who know about that change.
0: Well you make a great point, Michelle, because you know, you don't have to be across how it works. Like I'm not that technical, but I've been podcasting for six years. I'm gonna guess you're not the most technically minded either, but you're twelve week. Oh, I don't transfer- know
1: what you're saying. What are
0: you saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> Correct. So it's like my point here for for listeners, for small business owners listening is like Focus on the content, you know, like be Michelle, yeah. you know, your fitness, um, I know my marketing, I want to share it, how How you get a podcast together or, you know, let's talk about the 12-week body transformation. You had the content. You were the one who wanted to get in front of the camera and motivate um, hundreds of thousands of Australians and people to lose weight. But what did you do? Did you then go and find the people who could do the technical stuff? Yep. That easy? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I, I had people that were close to me that were very IT savvy, um, and you know, it was like the worlds collided. You know, we had the perfect storm. We had, you know, myself who had the content and the ideas and the and the understanding of the landscape in that arena, mm-hmm. um, and then I had people who knew IT and who understood how to sort of make it all happen online. So that you know, you, you you can't be everything to all people. So you, that's when it's uh, you know it's smart to get people around you surround yourself with people who who understand you know those different um, parts of your business that can mm. be grown. Like I've got an amazing team uh, with, in my Michelle Bridges team. I've got a great marketing girl. I have so much confidence in her abilities. I have an amazing retail product development. Um, a lady who he happens to be a dear friend of mine as well but knows the industry inside and out when it comes to clothing apparel and hard goods um, you know so' it's, it's being able to uh, release some control mm-hmm. and being able to put some faith in, in others rather than thinking that you've got to be you know pulling all the levers at all times.
0: you just can't. What's your marketing girl what's your marketing girl's name Vanessa What's Vanessa what's her role?
1: She's head of marketing for Team MB. So she's sort of within team, I have a, a small team which is called Team MB. Love it. And we, we well, a genius name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I could have come up with that. Yeah. Um, but basically, what that team looks after uh, is the brand
0: mm-hmm. and
1: all the different verticals that sit underneath that brand. So those verticals are publishing, books, Etc., writing, um, uh, retail as far as uh, apparel and hard goods. And when I talk about apparel, I talk from shoes right through to clothing, not only for women mm. upwards in sizes of 26, which no fitness apparel actually does. I'm the only one in the country that does that. Um, right through to shoes, uh, as well as girls wear now, till um, young girls. Um, and then hard goods from water bottles all the way through to treadmills. And then also that sits underneath that is um, cook, or cooking ware well, or kitchen utensils. Um oh, uh, vitamins. My twelve my, uh, my vitamins supplement range with Blackmore sits underneath that, uh, and also um, the twelve week body transformation. Can, sits, can I ask Michelle? Because uh, I had
0: uh, I did some work with Michael Klim a few years ago to help him with his brand strategy for milk for his um for his main. Oh work, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yes. And I remember talking to Clemmy at the time, and we were talking about Ian Thorpe and how Thorpey had gone, and he went around and pretty much put his name to anything anyone put to him, and some of those things didn't work. I think at one point he had Ian Thorpe diamonds or pearls or something. No, with like, pearls. Pearls. Yeah. No. So,
1: okay, this is a very. You bring up a very good point, and that is you. You. It needs to be on brand,
0: um, and yes. I cannot
1: begin to tell you how many things I've said no to. You have to say no to a lot of things. Okay, it's got, to, so, it's got to it's got to be it's got to be real. It's got to feel that it resonates within you.
0: Okay, that's you, you, you got it. You got it in one. And you, for you, that's just a gut feeling because it is. It's like Team Michelle Bridges is reviewing something that they they are wanting or thinking of putting your name to. Is it as simple as you go yes or no, or is there some more strategy to it? Ah, uh,
1: there's a, there's a little a lot of thinking around many of the things that we either will a lot of the stuff actually to be honest with you a lot of the stuff that we do we actually go out and chase it because it it feels we're so passionate about it like I was so passionate about doing a fitness line that was inclusive of all financial you know demographics that people could feel good and look good while they're training but they could afford it Mm -hmm. I was so that was just so inside of me, I was bursting. So we went and chased that one down. Um, you know, the same with, with kitchen utensils and cookware. It's like, well, I, I preach about, you know, getting, taking back the control in your kitchen and, you know, taking back the responsibility and accountability of the food that goes in your mouth. So that kind of, you know, I, I absolutely wanted to do that. Um, you know, some things get put across the table that we think, oh, that's, 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 that's actually quite a good idea. But, um, it's not often most things that get come across my table i'm like no i'm I, that doesn't that doesn't fit for me it doesn't work for Love me it. i mean i've even i've even had a junk food giant come to me and i was like are you kidding are you absolutely kidding me like just and the thing is the general public are smart yeah. you know they will gi- they will give you permission to do certain things and they will give you they will not give you permission to do other things
0: so true, so true, and and not easy to say no. I mean, you're at a point now where saying no is easy, you've got the cash flow and the empire is building as a result of not looking at it, but just no, focusing it on do- your No, it mind. doesn't
1: matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter whether you are down to your, you know, your last dollar, yeah. or or you, you're fine and you don't need it, it's, it's, got, it's got to be true to your core values.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, to- I, I love it. Music, music you to my ears.
1: You, it's got to be true to your core values. I stand by that at
0: 100%. Now, I want to um, just wrap up the, the business discussion, but um, I notice you've done, and I haven't had this discussion on the show before, Guinness World Record attempts. You've got two Guinness World Records, and I love it. Largest circuit training class.
1: I'd I never in my wildest <laughs> imaginings, ever thought that those words would ever come out of my mouth,
0: Classic. that I
1: actually have not one, but two Guinness World Records. I mean, this is stuff kids dream of. Correct. I want to be in the Guinness World Record book. you know, like, really? Is that ever going to happen in my lifetime? Twice.
0: It's crazy. It is crazy. So how did that first one, you got largest circuit training class, and then I think that was followed by largest exercise ball workout. And that was, I yeah. loved that. I watched that. That What coverage That was done in New
1: York. That was Unreal. Done the, the second one was in New York. It was pretty mind-blowing and quite an out-of-body experience that I was like in um, – Oh, I can't it, think of the actual – it was right out the front of the Today Show. We
0: you were on watched, the NBC Today Show. It was probably like the Rockefeller Center or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was the
1: Rockefeller Center. That's it. That's exactly where we were, in a sea of blue balls. Um, and I thought, what on earth? We're, like, really, Michelle? <laughs> this
0: is crazy. Yeah, yeah no, I, I got a sense even watching you on that, thinking, yeah, like you were – yeah, out of body's a good way of putting it. It was like a little bit it out of your nuts. comfort zone.
1: It was, well, I, I, no, I was well and truly in my comfort zone. I had a whole bunch of people in well, front of me yeah, exercising. Yeah. But it just—it was quite surreal um, that I was doing a, a Guinness World Record, not only a, 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 a Guinness World Record, but actually doing it in the Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. Like
0: Great way to get that coverage and, that. and get your brand out into one of the world's biggest marketplaces. H- how did the idea come about?
1: Uh, I had a crazy guy uh, that I was working with in the States who was a
0: TV producer
1: um, and he'd been a producer uh, with actually with the Today Show, but several other com- different companies as well and he was out, he's freelance, but he said, I've got this genius idea and I reckon we can make it work. <laughs> and I was like, cool. are you serious? It took, don't get me wrong, it took a lot to make that happen. I mean, it's so much went into making that Guinness World Record happen. Just try to imagine: how do you get nearly four hundred big balls into New York City in the Rockefeller Center? Get them all pumped up, and then get that many people in there. You would think that that would be easy. It's actually not mm-hmm. uh, to get, uh, and then to, to actually then have all of those balls removed out oh, of out of that area. Oh, I mean, I yeah, and then all, and then not only. That whole, all the logistics of trying to make it all happen, but then actually trying to then sell that to, uh, not sell it, but, you know, get that pitch over the line to a, a, a TV show like the Today Show.
0: Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct.
1: makes me laugh when I think about it. Like There, there was tears, there was... Sweat, blood, anguish, anxiety, people going through all different emotions of depression trying to make that whole thing happen. Mm -hmm. And I remember just thinking, God, if we get this, if we actually make, if we get it and then we actually break the record, I will literally just fall over, which I did.
0: You did, (laughs) and and, and, you know... From a marketing point of view, and I'm sorry to bring it back to that, but it's a brilliant marketing play, and it got you. I think it's 12 minutes was the, the YouTube video of, of coverage on on the Today Show across America. I mean, it's 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 good. It's smart. <laughs> I hope it you. It was kind
1: of. It was pretty fun. I have to say. It I was bet it was.
0: I just want to wrap things up. I so appreciate you. And by the way, just going back to that whole, the world's changing and YouTubers and all that. Well done for you for coming on a little old podcast like this. You know, I've got a loyal audience. They they love what, what we share on this show, But but, but thank you for that. I want to finish with a lovely acronym that you share from stage, and I'm sure you share it in other places, Michelle. JFDI. I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I had J- a feeling
1: that was going to turn yeah. up somewhere
0: in this, in this interview. <laughs> JFDI. Well, I don't know. It, wor- want-
1: it works for everything. It works for everything. It works for putting your clothes away, it works for getting your car service. It works for having to go and talk to your bank manager. It works for getting up off the couch and going and doing some exercise. It just works for everything. It works for everything. JFDI.
0: And, and is, it, is it really as simple as just fing doing it? <laughs> yes. Is it?
1: It really is that simple. It's like, this is for all the overthinkers, all the procrastinators, everybody that suffers by analysis, by paralysis. It's just like, you know, get, get over it, get, get, just get up and do it. Just Shut up and do it. Because
0: because I guess as a personal trainer, one of the things that you would get a lot is excuses. So it's just like JFDI, mate.
1: Yeah. I mean, I use them. We all use them. We've all got plenty of
0: them. Some of us (laughs) polish
1: those excuses to within an inch of their life. And, you know, the, they, they actually become truths after a while. Yeah. you end up cutting through all the BS with my beautiful JFDI statement.
0: Love it. You got to, have you got the t- – has Team Bridges got a, uh, a JFDI T-shirt? We've got the T-shirt, we've got the hat, we've
1: got the bag. We've got a lot.
0: Love it. Well, I'm about to do the Great Vic bike ride with my daughter. We're about to ride 500 kilometres from Aubrey to Lilydale. so I'm looking, for a, I'm looking for an excuse at the moment, but uh, I think I know what you're going to tell me. Yeah, you know what to do. Yeah. Just hey, get,
1: the, get the
0: t shirt. Australia's most influential personal trainer, Michelle Bridges, thanks so much for taking us inside inside Team Bridges, Team MB, and uh getting us up off our asses and JFD eyeing it. <laughs> Thank you. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much. What about that? Hey, do you enjoy it? I really enjoy I could have kept talking to Michelle for a long time, but I was I was conscious I didn't want to hold her up for too long. That interview was brought to you by the good guys at Net Registry and 99 Designs. And I want to share my top four learnings from it. I'm sure there are many, many more. In fact, I know there are. I'd love to hear what yours are. But here's mine. Number one is what you are doing in your business on brand. Great question to ask. I love the fact that Michelle sees so many. Opportunities in her business. People come to her with opportunities and she puts the brand filter across them. Because if you do things that aren't on brand in your business, it gets a bit smelly. Hey, customers, prospects, smell a rat. Stay on brand and everything will align and feel like it's just working, like it's humming like a well oiled machine. Number two, JFDI. I say no more. J-F-D-I. Point number three, truly care about what it is you offer in your business and stop looking at the bank account if you are. Uh, look at the bank account to make sure the cash flow is there, but I love the fact that Michelle has built the Team Michelle Bridges empire without looking behind to see how big the empire is. She focuses on what she loves, and that's the well-being of of the human race. And as a result, she's got to where she is. Number four, and we didn't get really stuck into it too much, but stay fit. Michelle is all about fitness. A healthy fitness owner is a health is a healthy business. A healthy fitness owner, a healthy business owner is a healthy business. And I encourage us all to continue to stay fit. And you will find that things change. When I lost 30 kilograms, my business doubled without a, a, a an inch of exaggeration. You just think clearer, you feel better, you exude a better energy. So that's my interview with Michelle Bridges. If you loved it, let her know at Mish Bridges over at Twitter. And if you loved it, let me know by leaving a comment in the show notes over at Small Business Big Marketing, episode 215. Okay, time for inspirational marketing quote of the week. What a good thing to follow up Michelle Bridges with, hey? This one is from Joe Chernov, who is a content contributor over at HubSpot.com, which is a great marketing website, by the way. And I love this quote. Joe says, good marketing makes your business look smart. Great marketing makes your customers feel smart. Love that. I love that. I am putting the finishing touches on a book. I know, I know, I've kind of kept that quiet. And uh, it's all about great marketing. In fact, it's all about helpful marketing. And it is about making your customers feel smart because if your customers feel smart, then they are going to make a more informed purchase decision and often, more often than not, in the favor of the business that has made them feel smart. So got to love that quote. Thank you, Joe, for that one. Righto, team. It is nearly time to say goodbye. Next week, I've got so many great interviews in the can. I wish I could just release them all now, but then I'd have no interviews and I'd be scrounging. I'd be, yes, I'd be going like, wow, I've got to get more in the can. So I will drip feed them over the coming weeks. But next week, I've got Daniel Delaney from New York City. He is an ex YouTuber turned foodie, and he's got a couple of amazing barbecue house restaurants in New York, and um, he's just a he's just a really, really good marketer. Uh, went for quite a while, this interview, about 55 minutes, so I'm not going to put much around it, but there is marketing gold dripping from Daniel's Barbecue. Big thank you to 99designs.com forward slash SBBM. Go and get your free $99 upgrade over there, and to netregistry.com.au for making this show possible. You want to keep the marketing discussion going? Crankmymarketing.com, hey? Join the forum. Get in the inner circle and let's get your business moving. That's what we do in there. Enough from me. I've been Timbo Reed, still am, always will be. And may your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed. Want more marketing goodness? Then visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.